Bushrod Music Radio, live and direct. Crossed out. She said, she said, she said, hey. Hey yo, you look so great in that jacket I know why you wear them sunglasses I can never gauge your reaction So why you gotta see my face anyway? I look better this way, like I was on display Such a model, rubber without a castle James Dean smile, order another cocktail We'll be taking a while You can read my every move, my little bibliophile You got a Samsonite mouth, not much in this world that I'm passionate about, but it's dry jobbing The way you carry yourself on top of the bar tab amount We light these cigarettes at the same time we ashing them out We've got the gel, we beautiful and damn So exciting, the way we exit the shit What's good, man? Good. How are you, man? What's going on? Doing good. Doing good. Glad to uh, finally put a put a voice to the music. Yeah, man. It's it's good to 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 do this. I know we were talking about this for for a while, so it's uh, it's good to sit down and actually do this. Absolutely. Let me just uh, say a, a couple of introductory things to our listening audience uh, to let them know that. Uh, this podcast is sponsored by Bushrod Music Radio, and we're broadcasting live and virtually today from uh, Baker, Louisiana, where Bushrod Music Radio is based. We're in our studio in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, for this uh, live recording. And I'm with, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, players and playettes, got to say that. Crossed out, crossed out. Yo. Yeah, man, yeah, man. Tell us a little bit about what's going on with the uh, Canadian music scene. Uh, I mean, it uh, it seems to be getting some more notoriety, I suppose. Um, you know, there's a lot more artists kind of popping out and, uh, and making a name for themselves. So that's uh, it's cool to see. Uh, I think people elsewhere are starting to take it a little bit more seriously. I think for a long time it was... Uh, it's kind of looked not like down upon, but like people didn't really take it too seriously. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's cool to see that there's a lot more talent is coming there, out. Is there anybody? Is there a celebrity that you can think of that's uh, making headway from the general region where you are? Where you are? I mean, obviously, the the go to one is, is Drake. You know, uh, yes. since like his uh, his popping off and. I mean, he's continuous putting on Toronto. Uh, 
that's sort of helped put a bunch of other artists uh, on as well. So, so yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, uh, I was pleased, man, to, to come to be able to, to collaborate with you on, on something you and I participated in recently. And we'll talk about that a little bit later, but I'd like to, uh, for you to kind of just introduce yourself and tell us about your musical start and where your journey has come from thus far. Can you give us a little background about Crossed Out? Sure, yeah. Uh, so uh, I always claim uh, that I'm from a, a small town. So um, I'm from a small town in, in Canada called Campbellford, um, 3,000 people. So like coming up, there was not a whole lot of like, I guess, musical diversity. It's like you like pretty much what everyone else likes, which is like the standard like classic rock and country type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad played in bands. Um in in the 80s in toronto and stuff so he was exposed to all of the the classic and then also some like more kind of lesser known artists uh and then that went into me with like just being introduced to led zeppelin and eric clapton and uh, Jimi hendrix like all of that and i had so that was my like my first kind of musical journey and then and then having um i as a teenager had just friends who were just like straight metal heads like metal was their only type of music that they would listen to so um when we would ride around uh all day in like the gmc jimmy or whatever uh we'd be blasting like just all types of metal um and then myself i was as a teenager getting exposed to just um like learning by myself in my own time more about hip-hop um and i I really like that it was more of like the under like under the table type of thing because i'm from a christian household so that's like some taboo stuff but i see so so yeah uh, that's sort of like where this this fusion of sound comes from you know like my dad's rock influence and my friend's metal influence and 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 me like exposing myself to to uh to hip-hop so yeah yeah i uh i had a chance to to look at your uh, your instagram profile man and i see that you have uh something scheduled to drop soon right Early yeah July? sir yeah. yeah yeah you wanted to to uh tell us a little bit about that sure yeah um so it was sort of like um i've been working on an album for a while and um my my guy jaybird he's been working with me on some stuff and so i was just going through some beats that he had uh and i really liked the sound of this one it was just sort of like more of a, like a pop rock kind of try. It just sounded different. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we worked on it together. I got my guy um, who's like a, a shred guitarist um, from Montreal, Paulie Chuck. He did the guitar work on it. And then um, Cross Stitch did some like re like did some of the drums again. And like, we just kind of like touched it all up and and made it sound really really nice and so the song's called three cheers 
Uh, and it's just sort of like a, a spur of the moment um, kind of thing that I was working, that I just started working on um, and just really wanted to put it out, you know? Yeah, I like, I like the, uh, the, the hip hop kind of laced uh, over the rock, uh, the hip hop influence that, that your music uh, kind of is inclined to have. And whether we like it or not, man, you know, hip hop gets probably the most radio play out of all of the genres nowadays uh, in popular music. And it's hard pressed to find uh, radio stations uh, like Bushrod Music Radio that can suffice and sustain itself off of uh, any other genres alone. Uh, I like, I, I do a, a, what I call a niche playlist where, and I'd like to get some more of your music on this playlist, where I dedicate like three and a half hours pretty much nightly uh, to what I call contemporary rock music. It's not metal, it's more of what when I was coming up we called progressive rock. And uh, your music would fit there uh, genuinely and uh, that is where I hope that you and I can continue to, uh, to to get you to do some submissions to kind of bolster that playlist. But I like the uh, the hip hop influence in, in in your in your call it alt rap over rock maybe. Yeah, I kind of um, I kind of say like I'm an alternative artist just because like um, I feel like saying like uh, like hip hop is um, is too is like too broad and then but yeah like yeah it's definitely like more alt rap i i I suppose yeah absolutely man and and because of that uh i was fortunate enough to uh get introduced to you through through quick fix uh via lee christian lee and i became acquainted probably about four or five years ago uh when Bushrod Music Radio was, was very, very young and it had just come into existence. And Lee, as a, <clears throat> as a solo uh, artist, sent over some music, and he's been a supporter of this radio station since then and has introduced me to a number of uh, groups, bands, and, and solo artists from uh, in and around the UK. And so your name came up on the uh, on the tongues remix and after uh, I sent over the horn tracks for that mix he said I got a guy that you've got to hear that would really lend you know a rap influence to this to this track and so tell us a little bit about your your relationship with quick fix um yeah i mean so like i i don't even remember how how we started talking really um it's probably just during the pandemic i think um mm-hmm. i think he might have, like found me through like some toronto hashtags just because i know that like he's associated with um with blackout and and those um like they're, they're really cool uh ben came to my show uh in- okay so yeah, that was blackout right yeah it was so cool to meet him um 
And um, yeah, so I'm pretty sure it might have just happened that sort of way. And so uh, since then, it was just, um, I guess we've just been like chatting a lot more. Um, and and yeah, he's sort of like been, hey, like there's this you should check out or like this you should check out. And then like when um, when the the tongues thing came about, he's like, yo, like here's this. Um do you think you could do something on it? And so, you know, I listened to it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like it definitely was way different from uh, anything that I've kind of like put out before in the past, to be honest. Right, right. Um, but I'd like to be able to just kind of, uh, you know, st- stretch a little bit. And, and so I, I was like, yeah, I, I could, I could definitely do something. So um, yeah, uh, it was, it was a, a cool experience. Well, absolutely. That is definitely the connection there. Blackout through Quick Fix to you, uh, and I'm sure they will be reaching out to you uh, in the future uh, because the uh, there was a magazine. Uh, I'm not sure if it's a, a hard copy or online uh, outfit. Canadian Beats, I think it is. Yeah, it's yeah. A really nice press on that on that tongues release did you get a chance to see that yeah i did i I saw that yeah that was cool yeah it really was and and i don't know if uh blackout already had a relationship with them and or ben but that was really dope of them to to pick up on that and to promote that the way they did uh while i've got you i'm i want to invite you to to check out my artist page i think you already follow either either bushrod uh, music radio or even bushrod music which is my artist page where i have done some more stuff uh collaboratively with uh, other individuals and you might get a chance man to meet some people that uh that you would be interested in just like the way Quick Fix reached out to you. So that's just something for you to kind of put in your archives and think about if you get a chance to uh, check out uh, Bushrod Music, the, uh, my artist profile. Sure, yeah. The other thing I wanted to, to ask you about is uh, your, your day-to-day uh, recording manner i guess do you do you do do you go into a studio or are you presently recording out of a home studio i see you're doing some live stuff uh since everything is starting to open back up but i wanted our listening audience to get a a little bit of information about the creative method the creative style and how you go about putting your music together uh yeah okay so for me like it usually kind of starts with like um I'll listen to like a song and kind of like think of an idea or something and write that down. Um, been working with uh, producers for this new album. So like um, when they send me something, I'm like, cool, I think I have an idea and I'll kind of just build on something lyrically. Um, and then after that, like we'll go back and forth on like how to, how to kind of structure things and that sort of stuff. But then I've been doing a lot more since my home studio is like a little bit more up and running. Uh, we really kind of focused more on like home recording uh, over the pandemic, obviously, because uh, everything is closed. So 
and, and I have a knowledge in this anyways. I just always went to the studio, but it's been super handy to just kind of um, lay back, load up my DAW, record some demos. And then that way I know exactly how everything sounds, the ad libs, like the layers, like um, what my voice is supposed to be doing at certain points uh, during the, the the recording and like the song, uh, like the inflections and stuff. So I think like it really kind of made um, my my songs stronger sure. to a certain degree. And so most of the time now, like I prefer recording like in like a like a real real studio just because they have like better equipment and like uh stuff that can you know make you sound better so um but yeah like i like i said like all my demos and then the features and stuff that i've been doing like the the feature like the verse that i did uh, on on the tongues remix was uh was strictly out of like uh my my studio so okay okay well that's what i was interested in too were you uh, do a, a music production yourself. Uh, the bio that that I read did not mention that, but I was I was interested to to know. And now you've shared that with everybody that that you are a music producer as well. So that's dope. That's that's really dope. I don't uh, I I don't like produce produce in like the the sense that like you would usually think of a producer. I sort of like. Um, like I don't lay down any like beats or anything like that. I do, you know, I'll go back and forth with my producers and, and kind of like rearrange things. Or um, if it is like on my end, like I'll like, if I do have a beat and I have all the stems, I'll tweak things here and there, but like everything is kind of already there. I'm not, you know, doing something you, you don't you don't do the original beats i got you yeah yeah okay yeah well being an arranger uh is what you're describing to me back in back in the old school we used to we used to have a, a, an arranger and a producer and it's it's good to be able to tweak stuff the way you just described because you know nobody knows exactly how your creation uh, is to go how you want it to go better than you do. So that's it's good that you have knowledge of, of, of music production software and kind of kind of be able to put things out in terms in demo forms like you described, so people can have something to spring from. Uh, with that in mind, have you got any live uh, acts uh, uh, scheduled? Uh. Yes, yeah, so we just did one um, June 3rd in Toronto. That one was like one of our bigger, exciting ones that we were planning for a while just because things kept getting rearranged with the pandemic. Um, and then, so yeah, July 5th, we're doing another show in, in Montreal. Uh, and it's going to be super exciting. Um, really, really stoked to have the, the people that are on the bill. We got... Uh, Justice Hodges with Polychuck, who's Polychuck's the guy that did the guitar on this new song coming out. Um, so it's going to be really cool to actually perform with him. And then uh, Gas Station Mentality, and it's at, at Turbo House. Why, wow, is that a festival or club scene action? 
Uh, yeah, it's a it's a smaller venue, um, just in okay. in Montreal. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I hope you're going to to send that new release our way when it's ready for uh, when it's ready to be dropped, Eric. I'll be looking forward to receiving something from you. I definitely will send it your way. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, it's so good. I know you to have the, the capability or the opportunity to get back out and, and, and do some performing. Uh, I heard one artist say recently in another interview that I was listening to that audiences seem hungrier post-pandemic for the live music scene uh, in comparison to pre-pandemic. She said they're just really jumping and screaming and and reaching out to the artists like they really appreciate the performance. Is that is that the uh, feel that you get from yeah. the audiences? I, I really think like there is some excitement and like I, I was able to uh, build a more international fan base, I suppose, during the pandemic, which is great. And so I would love to try and do just more uh, international stuff. And I think like the um, the consensus is that like people want me to go and perform where they're at, you know, like they're, they're just they're excited Um and I think we really kind of unintentionally took artists for granted before the pandemic. And now it's like, oh, like we need, we should go see them, like, you know, uh, and just have, have fun and actually, you know, and enjoy our night out. Yeah, because people are, you know, they're just ready to be outside for, uh, for obvious reasons. And they, they like to say, I think they want, to come see you, even though the, the virtual performances, I think, are going to be here to stay, you know, with Facebook Live and IG Live and YouTube Live, uh, those kinds of venues will, will still be available to everybody. But as long as people can come to see you, I think they're, they're really wanting to do that. Uh, with that in mind, I didn't ask you about songwriting songwriting do you write your own songs oh yeah totally um there was like a, a time like way back when i got offered to to like rap something on someone else's song but they wrote their rap and i'm like nah i'm i i'm, I'm declining like uh, i only write my stuff gotcha gotcha i understand i understand because you know some people uh choose not to write their own stuff you know and they they seek out songwriters and songwriting has become a profession in its own in its own right so i always like to ask artists that i interview you know do you write your own stuff yeah well i think like it's a little bit um you know i'm, I'm still from the uh the hip-hop world of like um i don't really think you can consider yourself like a, a, a true rapper if like um you don't write your own raps. I find that like weird for rappers that don't write their own raps, you know, unless like you're a part of a group like NWA or whatever, uh, or like you've kind of like branded yourself like, you know, Dr. Dre, like people don't like people know that Dr. Dre doesn't write his own stuff. And like, um, but you know, like, I don't, I don't think you can really go ahead and, and tell people that like, you know, that I'm a rapper and that, like, you know, I write my raps when, when you don't, you know? Um, so yeah. 
and, and, and the ideas for your, your lyrics, where does that come from? I truly just really life experience. I, I, I find like, you know, I'll, I'll go a long time. Like I'm always writing stuff. I'm always jotting ideas, but like to formulate a real song and I, I like to have topics to talk about. Um, and I think it really comes with just with living. Um, so I'm, I'm just, I'll just formulate ideas and, and, and kind of figure out what I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, yeah, all of my, my music is just kind of like based off like real life experiences, to be honest. Are there, are there any, are there any life experiences, uh, hobbies, organizations that you might be affiliated with that you really lean into to get those ideas? Um, what do you mean? Uh, just like, uh, like, I, like I said, well, what I'm getting to is when you say life experiences, and I know those are probably varied, uh, is there any particular experience that might be associated with a hobby, uh, associated with something else that you do that you find yourself inclined to sing about or write about more often than not? Right. Okay. Yeah, I got you. Um, So for me, I'm like, uh, I... I'm a big reader, so you know I'll, I'll read like, or or I'll listen to like podcasts and stuff, um, and and just I guess just thinking like my last album, Phone Calls with Ghosts, was heavily inspired with like just really just like the the fact that like I was getting older and 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 living life and like experiencing things that like you didn't think that you would actually experience like you know it's sort of like oh like they didn't tell you life would be this way so um you know funerals is about like just kind of like the death of me and and growing up and living in a small town and uh i do a lot of like at introspective stuff where do i see myself why am i like this like what like um why do i act this way um how that how that plays out into like my interaction of the world um how certain people treat me how that makes me feel um like i said yeah it's all just based off of like um so feelings and emotions and, and where you are in the world at, at any given time might be uh, a source of, of uh, some lyrics for, yeah, for exactly. All all my songs are sort of like um, I guess you could you could call them like pin marks of like where I am at in life. You know, um, I think it's a good placeholder so you can go back and and listen to my songs in like ten years and be like, oh yeah, that's that's where he was at then. You know, did, did I see you on a on a skateboard in one of your videos? For <laughs> Uh yeah, it's sort of just been like um part of I've just been trying something different with this new song, uh Three Cheers. Um, you know, a lot of this I I'm newer to TikTok. Like I'm uh, you know, I'm not like it's not a thing that like I was heavily uh Instagram for a long time, so I'm just I'm getting into TikTok and, and one of the things that they do is it, to promo the song is just like they'll have part of it running for um and and use it as a sound and then continuously use that sound to kind of build up traction 
And so I want to do something like that. Like I just kind of wanted to preview the song and get people knowing about the song before I dropped it. And so me on a skateboard was just like, I just wanted to go along and shoot some content. And I'm like, all right, well, today's a perfect day to just longboard around and, and, um, and Gosh. film some stuff. Well, I think it was a good idea. It got my attention for sure. Absolutely. The, uh, the release that's that's coming out will it be on the major streaming platforms or is it just going to somewhere like Bandcamp or DistroKid? Do you know yet? No, it's uh it's been distri- distributed, so it is it is scheduled for release uh, July eighth everywhere. Everywhere. Okay. Yes, sir. Well, good, good. That uh, I know some artists have issues with uh, some of the major streaming platforms in terms of the, the return on their efforts. And uh, everybody doesn't uh, like to go with the, with the big people, you know, the Spotify and iTunes. But, you know, you have to go where people are, Aaron. And I guess we all end up there with our music because that's where most people are. That's where they can kind of listen to everything. I hear people say it all of, all of the time. When when I was coming up, you know, we used to buy albums. And we had 10 bucks. And I'm going to tell you my age in a minute, man. I used to get an album for three ninety nine. But so if I had 10 bucks, I could get three albums. But that's all I got that particular week or that particular month, whatever my budget uh, would allow me to get. But $10 a month now, gets me everything that my heart desires on iTunes or Spotify. So that's the difference in the availability and how much availability of music there is to the average listener. I mean, he can just get everything for 10 bucks a month. Yeah, no, for sure. Like for me, like I understand the, um, the Spotify, like the, the outrage, you know, that artists have around Spotify and like being paid, um, you know, a living wage or whatever. Um, you know, for me, I got into music. It wasn't, it wasn't a money making game. And like, it sounds like pretentious, but uh, I, I wanted to just always be an artist. And so for me, like, I want as many people to hear my music and I'm not going to pick and choose like how they can listen to my music. I want the maximum amount of spo- exposure I can get when I drop something. And like, you know, like, Kanye can determine whether or not people hear Donda 2 and get people to buy his stem player, but I am not at that right, level. Right. I want to hear my songs, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know of anybody that bought that stem player yet, personally. Do you? <laughs> uh, personally, I don't. I, I heard it did <laughs> relatively well in terms of sales, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, I thought about buying one, but I said, I wait, you know, it's kind of like, you know, new technology coming out. It's just, you know, how much stuff, you know, how, how much uh, use out of that, what I really get. And it's like a little handheld device anyway. I'm just skeptical about, you know, how I'll be, how I would be able to manipulate it. It's just like most of the, the uh, many of the dolls offer uh, mobile versions of their software. But for me, it's hard to manipulate on a screen like a cell phone. You know, it's just too small, in my opinion. 
I agree. I know that there are uh, people out there and like people um, that are like part of, my, part of my audience that make music as well that like use, um, I think it's like Band Lab uh, is Band an app. Lab. I've just Yeah. heard about that through one of my collaborators and I, I downloaded it. Do, have you used it? I, I have not. The only kind of mobile I've at, app I've used is um, a Joiner Lucas's one, uh, Tali. And the, uh, yeah, like as like you were kind of saying was like i i guess like it just takes some like adjusting of like it's hard to like manipulate and like i found it almost difficult and also like i'm uh you know i'm like i guess younger but i'm still old school in terms of the way i write my lyrics i use a, a pen and a pad i have my backpack with me wherever i go um because i like the tangibility of like a notepad and i the way i have formulated my ideas is like i'll use one side of the page for the actual song and the other sides like that like backside or like uh like left side for like jotting ideas or using that to rhyme like create rhyme structure and i can't do that on an app or like a, like a phone oh, now that's interesting and i like that idea because it is old school in a manner of speaking but i can relate to it it's it's just like some people want to hold a newspaper in their hand even though a digital version of that newspaper is readily available but they prefer the hard copy same people saying some of the same people that like to read books i mean there's all kind of audibles and software out there to read books but they want to hold the book in their hand and that's what i hear you saying about jotting down your lyrics and that's pretty profound in terms of using one side of the page for one function of lyric writing and the other side of the page for another function of that same process. I like that. Yeah, I, I've literally always done that since like I was like since I've been writing, I've done that. And I can't like, you know, I've used my phone maybe a couple of times to write some verses, but I if I feel like it doesn't it doesn't feel the same to me, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's I like that. I use uh the, the notes app in my phone to jot down ideas for uh, concepts, even for music. And, and, and I do just a little bit of songwriting, but it's just handier when the idea comes to you as opposed to, you know, maybe not having a notepad available to me at that particular time that the idea comes up. But uh, you have stick to your process, man, because it's working. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, was there anything else uh, that you wanted to, to get out to your listening audience? I certainly want to ask you to let everybody know how to access you via social media. Are you just on Instagram and TikTok or are you anywhere else? Uh, yeah, Instagram and, and, and TikTok are sort of like my biggest platforms. Obviously, like I'm on... Uh, all of the streaming sites, so it's uh, crossed out, uh, K-R-O-S-S-T, space, O-U-T. Um, okay. So you just type that in, and, and you'll be able to, to find me there and, and stream my music. Um, yeah, if I'm coming to your town, do a show, come see me live. Uh, that's probably one of my favorite things to just do, and it really hurt during the pandemic that I was not able to do that. So trying to do as many shows as possible. Yeah, and 
I'm going to, to shout you out as well to, to, to all of our listeners. Be sure to follow Crossed Out. That's K-R-O-S-S-T space out on Instagram and TikTok. And I, uh, I want to thank you again personally for collaborating with me on the Tongues Remix. Shout out to Ben from Blackout and uh, Lee of Quick Fix for putting Bushrod and Crossed Out together. I mean, you, you wouldn't have come in my orbit if it was not for them. So thank you immensely. Yeah, that was that was some real fun, honestly. It was, it was. And I'm glad you were able to, as you said earlier, to stretch a bit and be able to to relate to what was going on with that with that remix. Um, it was definitely fun. And, and I can relate to something else you said earlier about not being in the business or the industry for the money. You know, the, the artistry means a lot to me as well. And uh, you and I have chatted uh, virtually a few times before, and I feel like, you know, getting acquainted with you will evolve, you know, and, and even though we, we haven't met personally, I feel like we are, uh, our friends, you know, musically and that we can continue to collaborate. And I hope we'll have a chance to do it in the future as well. Yeah, man. I hope so too. I, I, I definitely feel that, you know, there's a, because of the pandemic and just the internet, you know, some of the, more of the people that I talk to are, are just people that I actually haven't met in person and just, um, you know, from all parts of the world. So, um, yeah, you, you don't need to meet people anymore to be friends with them. You don't. You don't need to meet them face to face to make music. And the, uh, the, the crossed out tongues remix is definitely evidence of that. And uh, as, as, as time goes on, I'd like to invite you to come back for a re-up on our podcast, you know, maybe a few months down the road after the, uh, you get some traction on, on your most uh, recent release. And we'll talk again about what's happened uh, since now. And I hope you'd be open to coming back and chatting with us again. Yeah, totally. That would be dope. And, and feel free to uh, to reach out to Bushrod Music Radio. Keep us in your new release, new project, Orbit, and uh, send us some more music, man. Absolutely, I will. And uh, was there anything else you wanted to tell us before we close? Uh, no, I, th- I think I think that's it. You know, crossed out music. Um... Three Cheers is out July 8th, so keep an eye out for that. Hip, hip, hooray. Three Cheers, no doubt. And we'll be looking out for it. And uh, thanks again, Aaron, for for chatting with us. I'll send you some links to the podcast for your fans and loved ones. Uh, Once it's published, uh, it'll be out in a day or so for everybody. And uh, that way you can share this as well to help promote what you're doing. That's that's amazing. Yeah, thank you. All right, man. Talk to you later and keep in touch. Absolutely, man. Everybody for Bushrod Music Radio. We're out. Thanks, man.
Hello, valued listener. Bushrod Music Radio has brought you endless hours of free internet radio since 2016. Help keep your favorite internet music source free by making a donation. $5 to $100. It doesn't matter. Every little bit helps. Make a $50 donation and get one of Bushrod's trademark sun visors with the station's name embroidered on the visor. Hit the donate button at l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e backslash bushrod music today. Finally, thank you for your donation, listening over the years, and helping to keep us on the air for years to come.